Hey guys, it's Joey. I don't know if this is good. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to try to talk for a minute. So, first of all, it's been a while, and I realized this is probably... 100 plus attempts at me creating a new episode now and what i've learned over the last many years is that you guys don't know that until i release something so here i am and i initially wanted to talk more about what the hell's been going on the last two or three years but i've also made it a point to not talk about things that don't matter in the sense of bringing value. But now I'm kind of conflicted because after two plus years, maybe three years, once I haven't looked at, at the analytics in a while, that there has to be some sort of curiosity about what happened. Like, even if there's like 14 listeners, it says there are thousands of downloads. I don't buy that. Maybe you're all bots waiting to become human once something reaches your soul gets you get your heart beating just a little bit captures your attention makes you want to go hmm i like speaking from a manner in which i know what i'm talking about in this case i don't really know what i'm talking about in the sense of me processing what the hell's happening because every time i hit record it's always the same variation of the same story and i'm going down the same path right now no, not today. I am quite happy that the Detroit Lions have made the playoffs. Not just that, they won against Stafford. Not to change the subject completely. But I'm feeling pretty good about that. And maybe it's time I talk just a little bit more. I feel like things have been going decent enough to, to where I can kind of say good because it's taken me a good hmm, 13 weeks of me watching my favorite team and knowing that they're better than they're like, I know they're good. And when I want to speak to them for years, it's been false bravado, like hopeless optimism, but you got to believe. And now, now that it's here, the team is good. They're winning. And I don't, I don't know if that, that energy is good, not just for the team, but for me, because now I'm not just appreciating what's, what, what we have, or at least now that I have been. So not just that, but to use the words, you know, the lions are good without stuttering, you know, that. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm even setting out to still like happy. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still nervous. I'm still, I'm still freaking processing the whole playoff victory, and uh, it it's hilarious. It's hilarious because this. I I don't know. I, I don't know how to handle it. I don't know. <laughs> You know, the whole situation with Stafford and Goff, like the story is effectively written, but like 
I know before the game, I keep hearing people talk about banning Stafford jerseys and stuff, and and you know people rooting for Stafford to win. And like I see both sides, I almost always do, and I get crap for it. But I have a I have a real opinion <laughs> for once. Like you, for that game, you're either a Stafford fan or a Lions fan. Because that is the definitive point of the playoff game is to determine a winner. If you want to have both, then, then wish them good luck in a regular season game, hope for a tie. But in a game where the reality is one team has to win, and for me as a fan, like shouting from the rooftops at Stafford is my favorite player, uh, pretty much as an adult and football player. Like I actually have a, a poster of him. Like, I don't have too many personal things, but that's one. So, he's really good. Like, I vouch, not say vouch for him, but, like, I believed he could win it. And I understand why he left. And then he goes on to win it, proving everyone in Detroit who believed in him right. You know, the same belief that Stafford can win a Super Bowl presumptu uh, presumptu presumptuously? Yeah, there it is. In Detroit, you know, that was a seamless sentence. That was a belief, you know? Now, going into the game, the same dude that we all know, Stafford, can do serious damage. Especially if he's got the ball last. We've seen it three times in that playoff championship run they had like two years back. So avoid, so just don't put him in that situation. But that's hindsight speaking. For Detroit, though, we've seen him get good. Real good. And I still believe the Lions were Super Bowl ready last year. Had they got some help, they were on a roll. They were effectively the Rams, except well, they still Rams, and that's that's a whole different storyline. But Detroit is good. They have played quite well. They played phenomenally. They're actually a super awesome team to watch, and it's fun, and it's it's good. It's really good vibes and energy. And it's just fun, and they do a lot of the plays that I always thought should be played or like you know the more aggressiveness and like fourth down or situations that don't make any sense logically like they're they're fixing their mistakes but they're like continuing to grow and I, I think we've all seen it grow and as a Lions fan you know I want Lions to win you know I was a Lions fan before Stafford I wanted the best and Stafford made everything awesome and Calvin Johnson you know everyone else you know and it's Goff's turn it's St. Brown's turn. It's Sewell's turn. You know, it's the team's turn, man. Like, it's... every Everyone... Everyone's doing awesome. And it's amazing to see. You know? The reality is it just sucks that he was on the other end. But... You know, that's that's it. You know, I got my Stafford jersey. I'm rooting for the, I'm rooting for the Lions. I like Matt Stafford. You know? So I found myself conflicted wearing the damn jersey and watching the game. I didn't wear it. It was in plain sight, but I didn't wear it. I wasn't in plain sight. It was in plain sight in my mind. I looked at it in the closet. I take that back. But I am happy for the Lions. I was happy for Stafford when he won the ring. Obviously, I wanted to root for Detroit, too, so it's, you know. And, I don't know, I, I don't want to have any predictions anymore for the rest of 
the playoffs. Uh, this is truly for like for the first time in a long time something that I can like look at with like true eyes and say like I have no clue how the lines are gonna be. Literally. Like I have no clue and I have no idea how far they're gonna go. And based off of everything I've seen, even take away like just unthinking of all like the charts and data, it's just like what you see on the field to the degree, you know. Uh, in which, like, how the game flows and how the game goes. Detroit just played a phenomenal game, and the Rams played a phenomenal game. And the team that had the ball last was going to win. That was pretty much what I wanted to say, wanted to believe. And I probably said it a few times. Uh, well, before. You guys want to know that. But I maybe for released an episode, <laughs> perhaps. But... That's just more so a testament to what Stafford can do and the damage that he's been able to do and the belief that he can bring it. You know, and that's just the nature of the matchup. So I am excited that I've been saying this all year. The fact that Dan Campbell keeps going for it on fourth downs and keeps stretching his limits throughout the season is so he can un he can get a better idea of how they're gonna perform in the playoffs. If they're going to play the same every single game, then the playoffs aren't really going to change too much. You know, they control the ball and make sure they play smart football, make few mistakes, and utilize their players, like, complement each other. They just work with that. So, they're often close in many games. Uh, and this one, they just knew how to continue to press down the field. And I still think you can make the case to say, like, they should, they should keep passing, even if it's less than two minutes left. You know, you have to think, like, what is Stafford's capability? Stafford's capability is, regardless if they punt or not, they have to get in field goal range. Okay? So, if Lions, quote-unquote, screwed up time management and gave Rams, say, like, a minute, I think we all know that's more than enough for Stafford. Okay? If the Lions gave Stafford, say, 30 seconds, I think we all know Stafford has a pretty darn good chance of coming back, like, to gain 30 or 40 yards in 30 seconds. If he needs, let's just say, 10 seconds, you could probably say, well, Stafford can actually probably get you one good play with a timeout, and it has to be done perfectly, but it's possible to get some big distance, or maybe get, get a good chunk, 15 plays, and get out, and put, put yourself in position, you know? That's where Stafford is at, and every, almost every scenario outside of Hail Mary, like, which, which he's already capable of doing, but, like, on that level of, like, circumstance that you need him, like, he's very capable. He's the capable guy. He out-Brady'd Brady. I've been saying that, like, you know, you know Brady is clutch. Like, Stafford out-Brady'd Brady. And the only one who might be close to that is Baker Mayfield. Okay, so, and I don't care what you guys say, like, how he plays and everything else. That's just his ability. Okay, so, accept it. For... Stafford, I think he could score, like, with the right, with timeouts and decent clock management. If he's got about 12 seconds, I think he can go down the field. If he's got 10, it's a little bit harder. Uh, if it's for him to, yeah, 12 seconds. Like, that's how, if everything goes right, he could do that. Not even just luck. It's just, like, he could make throws, and as long as, like, the 
receiver gets out of bounds. Like, that's that's him. Um, but say if you give him, like, a timeout or two, I mean, he could do it with, like, the same 12 seconds, but he might get you a lot farther. <laughs> might even get you in the end zone. So, like, that's how, that's what I think. Um, I'm just saying he's just that freaking dangerous when you need it, when you need him to be. So the fact that the Lions were able to stop him uh, and prevent him from actually showing up, they knew that already proves that one Lions can end the game as they need, and they will they will do that. They don't give a fuck, okay? And I love that about them. Like they want to make sure you pay for your mistakes. So, like, yeah. So Lions were effectively just. Uh, I think effectively either they were going to focus on running out the clock completely or it doesn't really matter how much time they had left because it was effectively, you know, give or take, like, I don't want to say the game, but at least you don't want to put yourself in risk to be in, like, Stafford, to, to play Stafford's game. That's really all I wanted to say there, but, or part of that. Um, still, the Lions executed on that second down. And it was a little bit freaky, I would admit, because like when they called that timeout with a minute 55 going the first down, it technically was actually, it's no different than a two-minute warning, because McVay already used his final timeout. So coming back on the first down, you know, when you kneel, like, assume the two-minute warning is now the minute 55 warning. Like, that's what McVay's timeout did, which actually made even fewer sense, because at 2.30, he decided to not call timeout, and he pretty much burned an extra 40 seconds. So that, that, like, that was a whole other scenario, too, where maybe at best... Uh, I think if we did that, like how the math would have played out, if Detroit didn't get that first down, it would have been like four seconds. So, yeah, I think uh, yeah, it's kind of weird how that plays out. But I do think like that situational analysis does play a factor into those games. And uh, Detroit's actually gotten keenly aware, where I think you can make the case on a lot of like quote-unquote questionable calls, uh, based off of the games flowing and how the offensive defense could respond and then in there. Uh, I think they put themselves in excellent positions more often than not. So, yeah. And then, what still, I don't say what's confusing to me, but I think the Rams should have known better. Um, especially, no, maybe not because uh, Stafford left the regime. So, uh, one of the things that the Lions had to do before they became, I don't want to say super good, but like they know they know how to move down the field, is that they had a score, like, from like their own territory quite often and a lot of their drives were quite methodical like they had like 12 13 14 15 16 yard play drives sorry sorry 12 but like 15 play drives per touchdown even, even if they didn't get the touchdowns like Campbell was always trying to move forward regardless uh, and it, obviously they got better at it but Lions can like slow down their pace if they want to do that too and work with what they've given been given and orchestrate long drives as well and when they need to do that they did that in the playoffs last year or this year and they tend to do a good job they've been doing a better job doing that this year as well um, i don't know what the record is like in close scoring games but they're often closing out in games not because they're failing a comeback but they've kind of kept the ball in control enough and just done, I don't say just done enough to get the dub, but just done enough to like really get the dub. Um, and it matters in like the most clutch moments, like the very ends of games. Uh, so uh, it's a different feeling than like them like swinging above their weight. It's kind of like their, I don't want to say like 
they're a bit of like a bow constrictor or something like that. They'll kind of like wrangle you down a little bit. Doesn't mean you can't escape and win, but it's just their style is just fairly gripping um, if things start going their way. Um, if, emphasizing that if. Alright. So, that being said, for Goff, though, in general, if I were to look at his abilities to kind of go down the field and do all that, like, I think he's able to. Um, I think the dependence on the receivers uh, matter a bit more, though. Uh, I wouldn't say by much, but if you're trying to go to the extremes and maximize, like, Goff's ability to actually land precise passes with command, you do that quite well. Uh, I don't know. He, he, I don't want to say he doesn't have the ability to make his own throws, um, but his most effective throws are like the precise ones, like the, you know he can hit in. So uh, it, he, he is still working with his receivers' capabilities there, and I don't know how far he is there um, with all of them. But but that means though his ability to I don't say pull off stuff is still a bit of an unknown. Uh, you can technically just look at what he's capable of doing like any given play um, and look at his arm talent there and that's effectively his limit um, but a lot of that comes down to like coordination and timing and being in sync so I don't know like I said I don't know how, how much Goff's ability to do that to do that yet um, Detroit doesn't really put themselves in situations that come from behind super duper quickly except for that Chicago game and it seemed like they did that like fairly quickly so I have to get a good estimate on like Goff's scoring range ability, or like I guess maybe there's a metric you call it a like quarterback time to score ability or something like that, like end of game score ability. Um, let me call it egg. I don't know. Quarterback's egg. Egg timer. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So depending on like uh, the quarterback's time to score, I think Goff probably might be like a 20 25 second person you know so um maybe faster depending on the wide receiver too so and that's again that's an unknown of where he could be um because i'm only looking at when i compare those two i'm looking at stafford's complete body of work and goss body of work is he, he's still he's still molding himself so Oh, that's kind of interesting. Uh, although, if you were to ask, who would you have, like I said, in the two-minute warning? Going back to the initial question before I got super deep there. I mean, I think both Goff and Stafford are capable. If we're looking to close out a game with five minutes left, probably Brady and Goff, perhaps. Another thing. I don't want to say Stafford if there's five minutes left. Uh, maybe Baker. But, mm, yeah. Like, because the other guys score too fast. That's really it. How they, how they play, they score way too fast. Or they get close and then they just don't complete it. Um, yeah, it's very weird. So... Yeah, I wonder how many people will actually think about that. Like the four to five minute. Four to five minute drill versus the two minute. Like four to five just the ice. Like the ice games. And that is a good specialty. 
Okay, now I'm just going off the deep end, though. So, point is, I think the Lions are making me feel like, hey, I could probably, <laughs> I could probably pick up from where I left off, and because yeah, I really wanted something cool to talk about, and yeah, this is one of them. And if you're new to the show, I know I haven't mentioned it yet, but I do have background noise. Generally, it's white noise, um, water, and drips, and I don't know. I just like to create that sense of calm. And fun fact, maybe I'm getting to the meat and bones of why I haven't been on for like two years. I need to install one. Uh, I don't think I've actually had a good, I don't think I've had anything good to say. Uh, not in like life or whatever, but it's just like how I'm not good at introducing or transitioning like a long time period and saying, hey, life happened and trying to not talk about that because I like talking about cool things or things I like here. I don't want to not mention it because I feel like it mattered because of the hiatus because people I don't like to think people are wondering. At least one person. Me. <laughs> and I'm trying to get that out. I'm trying to get that like brain not unknotted or untangled or whatever you want to call it. That being said, I think I'm past that now. And one of the things I look back at, I say that I look past it. Let me look back. No. <laughs> one of the things I look back at are some of the things, some of the episodes I wrote, er, not wrote, and talked about and applied all the time. And I look back and I say, holy shit, I'm not doing that much anymore, like related to that. So that's a realization. Another boost of perhaps why I'm back. And maybe I should talk and fulfill and do the things I say, like I did. And then when I stopped, the show stopped. I'm like, I'm, I think that's probably there's some semblance of truth there. I'm just uh, correlating a lot. I'm, I'm correlating a lot more these days. Uh, I think that helps. <laughs> I think this show actually helps. Um, also, I'm just thinking about just going by Joey. I like the. I still like Droolish, but I just like talking. I like talking and bullshitting, but like bullshitting to the point to where I can speak from where I want to speak and talk about things that I kind of want to talk about. Um, I just got to get better at planning again. That means I have to prepare for the show instead of me just kind of thinking about specific things. Uh, case in point here now. So uh, I think this is going to be a short episode, but I really just wanted to say, hey guys, I uh, hope you're all well. And... I will continue to talk about things that I think will bring value, or at least of interest, because otherwise you wouldn't be listening to begin with. Adios, muchachos, and please eat a mandarin. I have not eaten one in a month.
it seems that I've been taking a long, deep step back from everything, at least mentally. And what happens is when life hits, you lose your center of, of self. And by you, I mean me. I lost it. I should stop saying you. That's, that's already a fault right there. You know? <laughs> so, I also told myself before I actually had someone send me an email that I like to speak as if there's someone out listening in the universe. You know, like I say something and the, the message goes somewhere into space. You know, like, like we're all living in our own little space worlds. Um, but in this case, whoever does listen to this, whether if it's like instantly upon upload, it's always, or like maybe a week from now or three weeks from now or whatever date it is, it's not going to be the same date and time in which I set it. So the cadence of where I'm trying to get at and where I'm going, I feel like it's been missed because I haven't really done a good job of bringing that there. Like that concept, that point, So, yeah. That said, I know I'm probably just going to spew a lot of just stuff over the next maybe 20, 30 minutes, but 